0: Strange Perspective, welcome to my podcast, and um, hey, let's go right into it, huh, because I got a question for all of you, I got a question considering what we talked about last time. My question to you is, let me just open my old book here, the game's Tetris, Kirby's Dreamland, Super Mario Land, Zelda, Link's Awakening, Wario Land, which is technically Super Mario Land 3, sure, whatever, Pokemon, what do they... What do these games all have in common except for the fact that they are on the Game Boy? Answer. These games are considered some of the best that the Game Boy has to offer. But do you know what game does not deserve to be on the list? I'll tell you. Metroid 2! this fucking game holy shit this fucking game pissed me the fuck off and i cannot believe the fucking love this game gets it has every single flaw of the first game but you know let's add to the fact that the one thing that saved metroid one let's take that thing huh let's take that feature and make sure that we take it away for the second one. Because the fucking music in Metroid 2, not only was it shit, not only was it bad, not only is it barely qualified as music, the truth is, I got a headache from it. You know you hit a new fucking low if the actual music in your game gives me a fucking headache. And I grew up with the Game Boy, let me clarify this. I grew up with the Game Boy. I was there. I have the very first one on the shelf. And it's all framed. I love the Game Boy, all right? I grew up with it. But Metroid 2, I mean, fuck, man. Can someone please explain to me the love that this game gets? Because I don't get it. I I, I don't, I, I don't get it. The, the environments are so fucking repetitive. The, um, and it's limited. I can barely understand where I was. There's no fucking map. At least none that I could fucking follow. And that's also a flaw with the first game. Let's let's go into that. The first game, I, I, don't, I don't feel like I gave it enough shit yet. Yeah, you heard me. I feel like I didn't give it enough shit in the last episode. Because there's so much of the same problems... In the first two games. The first game, the worst thing about that fucking game, you had to bomb everything. There were so many areas where you arrived to and you had to bomb fucking everything. You find a wall or fucking bomb it, don't know where to go, fucking bomb everything else. Have no idea how to progress from then. Did you fucking bomb it? Fuck, man. Sure, you don't bomb as much in the second one, but that fucking monochrome screen, I I, I couldn't tell where where one area began and the other one ended. And don't give me shit that it's because of the limitations of the graphics of the Game Boy, all right? Because you sure as fuck can tell what you're doing in Super Mario Land. I knew exactly where I was when I was playing Pokemon, but man, fucking Metroid 2... And I try. Every time I play a game... Because, fine, let's be honest here. I decided to give the Metroid franchise a shot recently. Meaning, I'm playing these games for the first time. Metroid 1, I played it before when I was a kid, but I didn't get into it. It was kind of boring. It bored the fuck out of me. So, yeah, I get it. If you grew up with these games, it's easier to understand what the fuck you're doing. But the problem is... If a criteria for a game is, well, you know, if you grow up with it, it's it becomes better. If that is your one defense, then just like the last episode, amigos, then that's a clue. The game is not good. It's not. And trust me, that will come up so many times in my show. What I will tell you, if a specific... If, if, if you have a specific defense for a game, I grew up with it, now it's nostalgia. If, if your fucking defense starts with that, it will always be the first clue that the game sucks. You know what? It's okay. It's okay if a game sucks. My problem isn't that a game sucks. I love plenty of games that I can admit suck. All right, and I'll talk about them. I'll talk about games that I love that most people would consider a piece of shit. The difference is the love that it gets, how people, if you tell anyone that Metroid 2 is a piece of shit, their first reaction, guaranteed, will be that they wanna rip your fucking head off. That's the part that I don't get. That's the part that just blows my fucking mind. It's this undying, faithful love that some people have for it. That's why I start this podcast, because I don't get it, and it's fucking frustrating, and I'm so used to... if You, you gotta shut up. If you don't agree with everyone else, you gotta shut up. Don't, don't make waves. Don't Don't tell anyone how you really feel. You're not supposed to feel this way. Thus... The name of my podcast is The Strange Perspective. Not every episode will be like this, but there's plenty enough to go around. There's plenty enough for me to feel, eh, fuck it. That's going to be the name. Oh, by the way, if my slurring or me, you know, tripping on words is bothering you, then don't fucking listen. Then don't listen. It's, It's that fucking simple. But I do feel... I do feel that I need to clarify something. You see, not an, it wasn't that long time ago where I preferred a certain type of game. These games were linear. These games were cutscene heavy. These games were single player centered. Basically, a Sony exclusive. These were my type of games. I loved Uncharted. I love Metal Gear Solid. Emphasis on loved. Because another Sony exclusive came along and just changed everything for me. The name of that game was Bloodborne. Now, I had played Dark Souls before it, and I didn't quite get the, oh, this game is so fucking good because it's so difficult. I don't quite get the whole, I love this game, Because I can't beat it. That's... That sounds fucking stupid to me. Now, that's not the case anymore. I do love Dark Souls. But it's because of Bloodborne. Because I have... Such a love for that game. But the reason why I'm bringing this up is because Bloodborne changed... My... My preference in video games. So a game like Metroid, where you need to explore... I would have never liked it before Bloodborne. And that's also the reason why I decided to give it a shot. Now. It's because... It's because of Bloodborne, man. And the thing is... When they first announced Breath of the Wild... And they explained how the whole game was going to be... How you're going to explore... And it's going to be the first game. I was... I was petrified with fear. Because my first... Feeling was oh god, Nintendo just killed Zelda. For me. Nintendo killed Zelda for me. You know how everyone complains about Skyward Sword being too linear? How that game holds your hand? Well, I enjoyed it. And I felt like I needed to have that. But then came Bloodborne. And I played Breath of the Wild. And Breath of the Wild is without a doubt one of the best games I've ever played. So why the fuck am I bringing all this up when when the, when this fucking episode is supposed to be about Metroid? Well, the truth is, Bloodborne opened up a whole new type of game for me. And I wouldn't say it's an open world. Just because a game is open world doesn't mean I'm going to love it. Just because a game is open world doesn't mean that I'm going to per automatic, fucking love the fucking game. I mean, I played Horizon. That game sucked. Horizon Zero Dawn, that game sucked. (laughs) Fuck, it was boring. But I felt, considering I'm such a Nintendo fanboy, I'm gonna play Metroid. And before going on too long, I'll just summarize with this shit. The first Metroid and Metroid 2... Fuck, man. Fuck those games. Fuck them. They suck. They suck. Anyway. I'll tell you one thing, though. A big motivator for me was the opportunity to play Super Metroid. That was the game I wanted to get to. And I played it. And I'll tell you what I felt about. It. Adios.